We acknowledge the traditional owners of the land on which this podcast is recorded and pay our respects to Elders past, present and Aboriginal Elders emerging. Welcome to the Vale Podcast. Local people, local news, local stories. And we're back. And we're back. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you guys. How funny. Chalots, welcome. What's going on? Lots, lots and lots. Special guest today. Yeah, very special guest. At very short <laughs> notice, and he still doesn't know why Paul he's Costa's here. Paul coming in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why. I'm here. Can you come a bit closer? We're just going to coming closer. Yeah, much better. Better. Thanks. Yep. Um, ben Rogers, welcome. Thank you. Thanks for having me on. I don't know why I'm here, but <laughs> you look okay. very nervous. You're yeah. across the road, so yeah, whatever. Yeah, last time there was the big announcement at Shadow Rock Reformation when I came in here. Mm. No such luck this time. No such luck. No yeah, I'm getting luck. the band back together. <laughs> Are you going to learn an entire song this time? Yeah, 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 yeah. okay. Still can come in on backup <clears throat> vocals. Uh-huh. I love it. Right. We had a discussion last week. Yes. When Charles was in town having his car serviced at your fine establishment. Thank you. And I feel like you know where this is going. <laughs> and he rocked up in the loan vehicle, which yeah. is the old AU Falcon. Yep. Which is the worst model of Falcon that's ever been made, let's be honest. It's got a cult following. I, it seriously has. I, I'm sure it has, but it, true. do you agree that it's the worst model? No. Of, no? Which no. is the worst one? Yeah. Oh, none, are, none are bad, but... <laughs> if you had to yeah. one. Let's tow the company <laughs> no, no. line. No, what, what? Where is this going? Well, there's all this story about, oh, come in, try the new Puma. You know, the face of Piney Ford sitting right here. <laughs> <laughs> and what yeah. do I get? I get an old buddy AU Falcon. Uh, was it better than walking? Oh, tell you what. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry you didn't reserve one earlier when they asked. You'd think, like Jane, you'd think, like me, being a VIP customer there. I, well, my first thought was, because <laughs> Charlie has said many times, <laughs> on this podcast publicly that he gets stopped in the street because he gets recognised yeah. from your ads that is still running. Yeah, the face of Pioneer Ford. <laughs> and and when I'm he, driving around in that. Uh. When he pulled up, I did say, wow, they've shafted you. <laughs> <laughs> I can only have so many cars. And uh, that was kind of my point as well. Because you, you are turning over cars at a rate of knots at the moment. Uh, it's been a bit crazy lately. With um, There's been a fair bit of demand and supply has been uh, constrained quite a bit. Mm. Still. So, yes, we are loan cars have been turning over, but we only have uh, three brand new loan cars every day for customers. <laughs> so there's three and I still didn't get one. <laughs> well, we have about six people wanting them every day, so we have to... And I also, around. I did, like, when, he, when I rang up to book it in, I spoke to Ben personally... <laughs> And he said, oh, well, you need a car. And I said, yeah, the new Puma would be good. Yeah, but maybe that's the point. Maybe you should speak to the service department rather than ringing Ben. I don't remember that. <laughs> that was a conversation. Was it? Yes. Uh, I think the more – now, I remember the issue that day, I think someone hadn't bought one back the day before, so we're down a bit on that. Uh, and I even got there early to make sure that I got a good car, good loan car. Did I not say to you that if you wait around half an hour to an hour when the customer rings it back, you'll get something different? Yeah, I had things to do. Did you do – are you doing overnight drives? Uh, sometimes if the customer can't get in on time, if they finish work and are already closed or if there's something that needs to be carried on and finished off in the morning, we'll say, oh, if you're happy to keep the car overnight, we'll keep it overnight yeah. and we'll see you in the morning. Yeah, I've done that before. Mm. In the, It wasn't Obviously, a Puma, it was yeah. an Endura. Yep. 
Yeah. The people, that, the customers <laughs> they care about, <laughs> they do that for. So here's another thing, though, Chalots, given that uh, you are the face of Pioneer Ford. Yeah. Do you want to do a little test drive in the Puma and we'll video your little test drive? Uh, well, yeah, we could do that, Charles. Is there one available? This is- <laughs> there will be one available. Yeah. <laughs> I could have done it last week. <laughs> oh, that's right. I couldn't have done it last week. <laughs> Uh, you haven't said yes or no. Give us an answer. Oh, yeah, of course. I'll drive oh, a car. Great. Mm, Is it, great. Do they come a manual? No. I feel like they'd be one of those zippy little cars that would be good to drive in a manual. They would be good to drive in a manual, but uh, the manual market is not really there. We so have very little demand for manuals, manuals anymore. Even and utes? Yeah, utes is very few and far between as well. I'd say 95% of utes are autos these days. See, the younger generation mm. just will never know the, the joy. No, I know. I still love to drive a manual. And I used to love driving Luke's old Ranger because it was still manual, but he upgraded last year to Good an auto. auto. Yeah, autos. He's getting lazy in his better. old age. And um, only the Mustangs and the Rangers in certain models can get the manuals in now. Oh, the Mark oh, 1 Mustang, um, Mustang that you're getting, is that a manual? No, that's got a 10-speed automatic <gasps> transmission. But they've got the, it's the same but got transmission the- that Phil drove down the drag strip in. Paddle shifts on the steering wheel. We should take that for a they little run down the drag strip. The oh, paddle shifts. I'd like that. Yeah, left and right does confuse you sometimes. I understand. No, because <laughs> you know when you're driving along and then you want to slow down, you're turning and stuff. And well, you change can't- gears when you're turning yeah. in corners. Anyway. You're very easily confused though. No, I, don't, no, I, I feel don't- like because you're so used to the, you know, the, you know when you're changing the gear, yeah. For people at home, I'm doing the action yeah, of changing the gear. Say, <laughs> again, I was been catching up on the podcast because I actually didn't listen to it for two weeks. Somehow I missed it, and oh, last couple of days I've caught up. And yeah, it's the second time that Charlie's been using his hands out. Oh, yeah, he was nodding a lot yeah. last week. Yeah, yeah, that's um, okay. He just means he's expressive, but he needs to be more vocally expressive when it is an audio medium. That's true. all. Yes. Well, all right. Well, that's all the all confirmed, and we just wanted to clear the air because Chilitz was was really devastated. quite hurt. Yeah, Pretty much disappointed was probably yeah. The I wasn't angry. Adjective. I was just disappointed. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well. <laughs> How long's that that Falcon going to keep going? How many K's has it got on it? Oh, it'll get to a million. It is. That's an iconic car <laughs> yeah, in no, this to, town. To be honest, it is a great car, and they are economical to run, and not much ever goes wrong with them in that model. They, they do have a cult following. Is that gas? Was that gas? That one? No, no, it's petrol. There's a, even on um, Spotify a now that I'll show you the playlist and that's I know this is audio, but there's a Spotify playlist called Now That's What I Call an AU Falcon Music Volume 1. Rubbish. Oh, my. What's it got on there? Goodness. <laughs> What's the first song? Man in the Box, Alice in Chains. So oh. off, off to a good yeah, start. No, Chop Suey, System yeah, of a Down. No, killing it. Actually, I would quite like this playlist. <laughs> I might just download that now. <laughs> I don't like the car, but I like the playlist. So, yeah, so I, you know so what? I have a if only last week you could have had that playlist playing for me <laughs> <laughs> in the car, maybe I would have appreciated it more. Oh God, Ben! Thanks for coming in and, and clearing that up. Hey, while we've got you here, Reba are putting on an Easter festival. Yeah, um, I must give credit, full credit to Julianne. She's been working very hard, and she's taken, formed a little subcommittee and a team of helpers that are doing a great job. Jess um, from the corner shop. Yeah, 
uh, Megan Bustle. Yep. There's, a, there's a whole team of them, and I can't remember all of them off the, on the spot, but they've been doing a really great job. And um, yeah, an Easter festival in the oh. afternoon. It will is this sounds where, like it's going to be Saturday, really Easter good. Saturday? Yeah, it is Easter Saturday. Yeah, yeah. over at the Footy Club. Mm. This is when the helicopters come to drop Easter eggs down the sky. <laughs> Wouldn't it be nice if we had a <laughs> helicopter? That'd be good. Surely you know someone with a helicopter, Ben? No, sorry. Mm. Piney Ford. I mean, not Piney Ford. <laughs> Ford Australia. They can't like organise oh, something man. for us. Don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you you work on that. We'll see how we go. Get back yeah. to us. No, Julianne has done a great job organising that. She's actually done a fair bit of work on a few projects lately, and Reba are working on a few. So yeah, hopefully we get some good good results for the yeah. town this this year and the local businesses. Yeah. So there's an Easter egg hunt at four or five o'clock. Must be five o'clock, I think. Let uh, me bring it up. I'm working. I think the whole thing starts. There's um, stalls. And stuff there as well. Yeah, so this is – and there's. I think there's been a bit of confusion on Facebook around the Twilight Market because normally when we say Twilight Market, we think about the in Rotary K-Square. Market that's usually in K-Square, but this is a whole just Easter market. Yeah. Oh, so it's not, the, it's not the Rotary one? No, no, no. no, no. It's, so it starts at the Robinvale, Robinvale Euston Footy Club Oval mm. um, from 4 o'clock. The ki- uh, kids is it up also the, the opening of I the? I wish netball I wouldn't course. interrupt. Ben was speaking. <laughs> I was going to say, could it be also the opening of the netball courts? No, because they won't be done. Uh, uh, they won't be done by April. So I'm not sure. They're running that. a week behind because of um, your mate snap lockdown. Your circuit breaker. Circuit breaker. Mm. Yeah. Sorry. And, um, Sorry, Ben. We just put another circuit breaker in there. Keep going. That's all right. <laughs> so free for kids up to eight years old. There's a twilight market on the, the cricket ground side, and there will be an outdoor cinema screening. Ooh, and what's on? Hop. Yep. You know the Easter movie, Hop? Uh, cool. Oh, do- well, it's a kid's thing. It's not really targeted at 45-year-old males. Who's 45-year-old? You. <laughs> that would make Ben at least 42 then. No, it's not. Ben's not even 40 yet. Exactly. I know that. I'm in my mid to late 30s. <laughs> yeah. Late, mid to late, late 30s. Late, late 30s. Yeah. But, yeah, um, there's Easter egg hunt on it as well, and um, it should be a really good event. Hopefully the weather holds out for us and it'll be a great day because yeah. there's going to be lots of people in town. Yes, because the Easter tennis tournament is on as well, yep. again. And yep. uh, there's no ski racing in Mildura, so you'd hope that a lot of people that yeah. are going to be in this area may be around. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, we've got a good stretch of the river here in Robinvale, so... Make the most of it while we can before the weather gets really cold. Yeah. Mm. We'll put those details, the, the the lovely designed flyer up on the website and on our socials as well. Hey, Ben, before you go, I reckon you've probably got... Unpopular opinions. 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 What's Charlie got? That was long-winded. What, yeah. uh, what language? Arabic. 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 Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Multicultural. Good for yeah. you. Just uh, all the listeners get to... Get to know what it is. Yeah. All right. Unpopular so, opinions. Give us one, Ben. Well, on short notice walking across here, I was thinking, oh, what do they want me in here for today? Um, and I thought, maybe it's an unpopular opinion. What's unpopular? And I realised that there is an unpopular opinion if you look at the statistics that apparently... I, don't agree with this opinion (laughs) and that um, apparently the stats are saying that Dan Andrews is a shoo-in for the next election and has done a really good job handling the pandemic and I've gone who's saying that though I I don't know I don't agree with it because it seems to be a popular opinion for some but I haven't found anyone Mm. that has um, (laughs) been happy with him around here I feel like he's just like 
I feel like he's made throwing it up. a bomb and he's going to run out the door. <laughs> you can edit it. Edit it. It's all right. No, but I've heard that too. Yeah, you've heard it. So, what's is, your opinion, Charlie? Is it a popular opinion, Charlie? Oh uh, well, as he's my employer, um, <laughs> I have no comment on this. <laughs> is on that the record? The, yeah, is that the agency line? Yes. Yeah, you can't comment on um, on yeah, government. Politics, yeah. Mm. I think it would be, you know what, in some centres, it probably is a popular opinion. In yeah, well, if they, well, it all depends what they do the research. Like, if you've done it here, <laughs> no one's going no to say that. Correct. Victoria says. Uh, well, not even regional Victoria. I reckon, like, even Bendigo or Ballarat would probably still, they're still Labour seats, aren't they? Mm, yeah, Bendigo certainly is. I think Ballarat, Ballarat is. Yeah, I think Ballarat is too. Like... And that's where the state finishes. So Yeah, that's right. Yeah. At the end of the freeways. <laughs> Did the state of emergency go through yet? Has that yeah, passed? It has. Ellie. Yeah. She's yeah. She should have a chat to us. Yeah, well, you know, I asked her and Fiona both a couple, a month ago Mm. if they would be supporting the state of emergency and they both said no. Mm. Yes, yeah. I did see that. They're yeah. Publishing that, pushing that. Mm. Um, I don't I didn't think it was going to get up the way that a lot of people were talking about voting against it, but it got up. <laughs> Yeah, but if they give you, if they do a deal and you get what you want, then of course they're going to vote for you. That's politics. Mm. You get deals done. I did say that Swan Hill got some funding for their emergency department today too. Yeah, but that's not, not a new hospital. hospital. We need a new hospital. Mm. And we're waiting on the state issues. and the, yeah, it's got bigger issues in the emergency yeah. department. Mm. That whole building needs to be rebuilt. Yeah. yeah. And they're not going to do that for $18 million. No. It's but anyway. Mm-hmm. Ben, thanks very much. Thanks, hey, guys. what about if someone else has them, like, in the crowd, that people are listening to this? Well, I have put it out in. there. Send yeah, in. send them in. I think your brother has sent me um, an unpopular opinion once before. I think we've talked about this. Yeah, I think we have too. Yeah. Anyway, if you've got an unpopular opinion, send it in. I think we're back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look, we've had a few issues. Regardless of whether the computer does it again, I've got a backup this time, so we're good. We're good. I promise. Well, now, for the third time, we've had a really good guest in today. <laughs> we have, and he's brought his guitar. Welcome to the podcast, Scott Leslie. G'day, Joe. G'day, Charlie. There you go. Thanks for having me. <laughs> Thanks for all the applause. Yeah. You're welcome. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you've been very busy. I have, yeah. Have you? Um, a couple of land care meetings in the last yeah. couple of days. So, yeah, no, it was yeah, a good few days. Yeah. We... Um, We'll talk about Landcare in a minute. I want to ask, I didn't ask you this before I hit the record button for the third time. Yeah. Are we allowed to talk about a little event coming up or are we still got to keep that under wraps? I haven't had an email back mm. since last Thursday, mm. so I'd rather not. Yeah, no, that's all right. That's all right. That's fine. Charlie doesn't know what it is because I too know <laughs> the meaning of confidentiality. <laughs> so we'll keep that. But if it happens or when it happens, because yep. it will. Yep. Pretty exciting. Charlie will go, no one will care, but a lot of people care. Yeah. No, no I think you have told me about this. Have but, I? Yeah, I forgot about it straight away. Exactly, because <laughs> you don't care. Yeah. So, anyway. <laughs> no, I care about Scott. <laughs> yes. Well, let's talk about Landcare. You've been in Wentworth. Yeah, I have. Mm. Yeah, so we had our steering meeting mm. and uh, steering committee meeting, sorry. And um, yeah, lots of different um, chairs from all around the uh, region. Um, the region's pretty big, Western region. Uh, Cobar, Broken Hill, um, Bar Arnold, Euston, mm. um, Wentworth. Um, yeah, we'll have representatives there and, um, yeah, just talk about how, how our groups are going and um, they have guest speakers there to tell you um, opportunities of things we could be doing. Yep. And, um, 
Yeah, we all yeah, have a good How time. many members are there? Like, is it? Uh, it could be heaps. Like, there's a guy there, one of the chairs from up at Broken Hill. He's a very smart man. Uh, he's an environmental judge. And um, he's... Start, an environmental judge? I think he's retired. But he's starting a seed bank. And he in the last month he got 350 members, I think, he said. Wow. Yeah, so, it's pretty exciting because um, there's not many seed this banks. might be... Do you know what environmental judge is? No, judges? and that's why I interrupted, which I don't like doing. But an environment does that mean he's an environmental judge in an environmental law court? Probably. Hmm. Yeah. You don't know, do he you? He speaks on <laughs> – he loves talking, so he, – We he, must he be a solicitor. Yeah, we should get him on then. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, he's, he's like David Attenborough, I reckon. Like he, really? Oh, he spoke at the Maybe land. we should get him on. Yeah, maybe we should. Yeah, no, he's a very interesting guy and can and will speak. He, like I saw him do a speech in front of about, I don't know, 400 people and everyone clapped for about a minute afterwards. Really? Yeah. Very Where's he from? I'm not sure originally, probably Melbourne or Sydney, but he's in Broken Hill at the moment. Yeah, right. Yeah. He's in Broken Hill. Mm, he's uh, He talks about greening the hill. So oh. trying to promote Ooh. more green and more um, A drought-proof plantation. Thing. Yeah, yeah, and like the seed banks, are, it's really important because there's, um, it's hard to get seed to re-establish, um, yeah. you know, different species that have been lost from a lot of areas. Mm. And, um, yeah, if he can set this up, it'll make it a lot easier for land care groups and um, pastoralists to yeah. re-establish and, um, yeah, get some um, rare varieties um, happening again. Mm. So you're Euston Landcare? Yes. Yeah. So how big's the region? For our one? Yeah. Oh, it's probably as big as we want it to be. It just depends on who's our member. Like, yeah. Generally we're a farming group. Yeah. So when someone pays membership, um, like their property will be on our map. Oh, right. Yeah, so there's a bit of a drive going on to try and get as many properties um, involved in land care. Yep. Um, just to try and stop, um, like they call it, sort of absentee blocks and things like that where pests ah. can get away. And yep. Um, there is, you know, there's issues with wild dogs especially coming down. And Is there? Yeah, if there's people not, um, you know, controlling them and, you know, working – in a coordinated way, the mm. dogs have got an advantage. Right. So, um, yeah, there's a fair drive for that to get everyone on the same page and, yeah, just stop them coming down because if they get established, it'll be, yeah, really detrimental. Oh, yeah. And, uh, yeah. Be, you know, like in Queensland, in a lot of places they can't run sheep anymore. So. Fair dinkum, because of the wild dogs. Wild dogs, yeah. Yep, yep. That's insane. So is that type of thing and the protection of the land and, and, and so on and the environment your main focus and is it different for well, everyone? It's different for everyone. Like there's some really, um, really um, diverse type of groups out there. Yep. Um, ours, the main focus, well, what they um, were telling me to start the group was about the dogs and um, we haven't had dogs as yet uh, but they're not far. Really? Yeah, when you say not far, what are we talking? Uh, I think yeah, Poon Carey and... Uh, oh, that's not See, that's far. close. Mungo, that's pretty close. They got one. Really? Yeah, yeah. See, that's close. Yeah, it is, yeah. And how do you stop them? Well, the old blokes did years ago. Did they? They did. We used to have dingoes everywhere. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Um, actually, Neil out at home found a dingo trap in the... In the um, scrub the other day. Just yeah, I was going to say, really? they just trap them or? Oh, they or used to. You wouldn't be able to use a trap like that nowadays. Ah. Um, yeah, <laughs> nowadays it's a bit more regulated on what traps yeah. you can use. Um, <laughs> and humane. Humane, yeah. That's, yeah. that's right. Neil is in Margie's husband, Yeah, your, your uncle. Yeah, yeah. really? Yeah. Or Luke's uncle. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah, but my uncle. I get told off if I don't 
address family as my cousins, my uncles yeah. and, and whatever. It would have wow. been sitting there for a long time. Yeah, right. years maybe, I don't know. I was going to say, is it a, like 100 years, is that what we're talking, how these oh, cycles I think, well, maybe, I don't know, maybe before the Depression or somewhere yep. around then might have been the last dog stop, yeah. Someone else will probably know that's listening, but um, yeah, it was a long, long time ago. We had dingoes um, frequent around here. Wow, that scares the pants off me. Mm. Why? Because I'll get your baby. Yeah, they are are pretty big (laughs) dogs. They they can kill your dog on the chain. Yeah, so like they're not like little puppy things. No, they're not like the cute things that you see in the zoo and Mm. the ones that have been bred in captivity. Like Mm. I've lived in the territory. These are scary. Mm. Like it's, and I've got. I consider my dogs my babies. If I heard dingoes out at night, I would soil my underpants. I really would. No, I care for my dogs too and I think, you know, if it ever does happen, I'd, you know, definitely have them in cages. Yeah. Um, I mean, and not to mention your kids. Like camping, it Mm. it would affect our whole way of life. Mm. You can't just go out camping and, you know, we know the whole Azaria Chamberlain story. Mm. Mm. Regardless of what you think about it, and we don't, don't want to go into that with you right now. No, no. Charlie. Yeah, she mm. was hard done by poor thing. Yeah, she was. Um, so, how often does the Euston Landcare Group meet? Oh, probably like just our executives, I suppose, three times a year. Like we'll yep. just have we'll have an AGM. Yep. And then we'll probably have a couple of meetings at the club and just. Yep. Is there a few yet? Yeah, oh, there is ahead. now. Yeah. yeah, we started off just uh, Shanae, you beginning and I, um, yeah. and, and then we gradually built it up, and now we've got. Pretty much the whole thing filled up now, so wow, it's going to make it really good this I, year. So, Charlie, before oh no, just this this month, earlier this month, um, Luke spoke at the Landcare AGM um, and Christmas party, wasn't it? Because the Christmas party had to be. That's delayed. right. Yeah, yeah. Was, yeah, straight after the other, we just had to get it done. So yeah. yeah, and it was he. We were chatting on the way home. Look, we could have easily settled in if we didn't have to take the kids, we could have quite easily have settled in. Yeah, it's a fun night. It's a really mm. fun night and really fun people yeah, that yeah. you wouldn't, like just genuine Where country. Yeah. Even Luke said as as we were driving off, it was over in Houston at the mm. CFA thing, uh, Luke said as we drove off, he goes, that's your kind of crowd. And I went, 100%, <laughs> 100%. Because they had Paul playing, they had mm. Scott playing, and it was just, you know, standing around, drinking beers and the food was good, though. It was, yeah. yeah. Gourmet chef. Mildred. Yeah. Yeah, no, a lot of good reports. Really good. And, and really good to deal with as well. So. Yeah. yeah. And uh, Luke spoke, obviously, on, on mental health and there was, was it Mari? Mari Kelly, yeah. yeah, yeah. And, uh, yeah, Luke's talk was fantastic and mm. had a lot of good feedback from that. And, and Mari as well. Like, she'd love to use Luke again yeah. if he's able to. Oh, he's available. Yeah. yeah. yeah that's fine. <laughs> Just stop him in the poor bloke. Yeah. I am his manager. <laughs> and, uh, poor thing. <laughs> well, I have to be because so, same thing, he doesn't answer his phone. That's true. Mm. Who, who, who was the other one? Say Margie? Uh, Mari. Mari. Mari mm. Kelly. So she, Mari cool. works for New South Wales Health. Yep. And uh, she's a coordinator for those sorts of events and mm. has okay. money there to spend on anything that's – I suppose mental health oh, nice. orientated. Mm. Yeah, she had some really great publications too. Yep, some really good magazines and and things like that that were just easy reading, but full of valuable information. Mm-hmm. I've actually got to bring one to a rest well, meeting. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, because yeah. they are. Well, we should bring her. We should bring her. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Is she Reynolds based or? Not sure. Deaton? Did, did she say Deaton? Well, I know she does a lot of travelling. Yeah, she'd be over this way at times. Yeah, yeah. yeah we could arrange that. Hmm. We'll do that. When we're not recording, yeah, maybe. probably, <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, it was a really, a really great night. Yeah, I yeah. really thoroughly enjoyed it. So, yeah, no, um, so did I. And yeah, Paul was fantastic, and yeah, 
Like that, playing in a tin shed isn't always to get easy to get a good sound and no. it sounded awesome. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. Credit to Paul. It is tough, isn't it? Because even is. he said at the beginning, he's like, can you check? And I went, oh. Yeah, no. I don't want to say, but yeah. It's really hard, especially when there's people around. Yeah. You want to get your sound right. Like it, it's yeah. ideal to just get there early before everyone's there, but it just can't always happen like no. that. Yeah. No, but there was a lot of people there. There was. There was yeah. a lot. No, we were wrapped, and um, we weren't sure how it was going to go. Yeah. Um, yeah, they started to come in, and uh, yeah, it was couldn't have turned out better. I could not believe it when we drove up. There was Land Cruisers everywhere. Yeah. And I said to Luke, "Surely this is not the place," because I <laughs> fully thought, you know, when you go somewhere to speak, sometimes there might be half a dozen people or whatever. Yeah. Yep. There would have been thirty Land Cruisers yep. parked behind the CFA shed. And I went, surely this is not it. And Luke went, nah, this would be it. <laughs> yeah. and, and we also said that, you know, when we talk about the outback and people running still massive properties mm-hmm. um, and we talk about, you know, the old-fashioned Australian outback way of life, mm-hmm. it's right here. Mm. It's oh, yeah. literally there are, you know. I, I always tell people like, the start of the outback's here. Yeah. Because, like, you drive from Melbourne and you hit towns all the way until you pretty much yeah. get to here and mm. you go north, there's not many Nothing. towns. Yeah. Like, mm. Got much. sort of Whitecliffs and, you know, yeah. Birdsville and, you know, Mount Isa. Like, there's not many towns. No. You know? mm. Yeah, that's it. Mm. You go up through the middle and there's yep. there's nothing. Yep. But those sort of people that are still running the land and really care for it mm. are still here and they're right here. And that, That's right. And that's one of the other things about land care. Like a lot of people think um, farmers are just production driven mm. and uh, it's not the case. Like they do love their land and um, land care really tries to look after the farmer. And mm. uh, That's one thing people doing. I don't think people understand that um, probably farmers are the biggest environmentalists oh. we have. Oh, yeah, 100%. Sure. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. We're nothing without the land. Yeah. So, yeah. And, and everyone wants to keep it going for the next generation as well. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Yeah. Well, well done on the work that you're doing with land care. Yeah, thank you. You're the vice yeah. chair, aren't you? Oh, well, of the Western Land Care New South Wales. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, yeah, so I just do a little bit there. I, I mainly do um, my land care work with the Euston um, group. Yep. And, um, yeah, no, it's an education. It's, uh, yeah, giving me another interest. So, yeah. yeah. Well, that's good. Yep, it is. So you'll be busy crutching sheep next week and getting ready to start sowing and... That's what I'll be doing. Yep. 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 Mm, which is why we're lucky we could get him today. It's good. Yeah. Yep. No, I'll, I'll be pretty busy for really the next few it. weeks. So, mm. no, it's good to be here, mate. Yeah. Well, we couldn't get you in without you bringing guitar yeah. and doing a song for us. I'm yep. going to get you to move that microphone around slightly. This one? Yeah. You can get out of your chair. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and point it down because I just thought if we can get a bit of extra sound on the guitar. Reminds me of the recording studio. I know. Well, yeah. and you know what? No. Normally, if we were going to – yeah, that's fine. If we were going to do some recording, I'd probably put you over where it's soundproof, around the tiles and um, and whatever. But, you know, a bit of raw recording never hurt anybody. Yeah, no. Should be raw. What um, – um, what are you going to do? Well, I'm going to play. Oh well, I could do that song you wanted. <laughs> you do whatever you want. You do or whatever one you want. Of my own. Um, do one of your own. One of my own. Yeah. Right. All right. This is called um, All Is Well. A beer and a cigarette sitting on this old lake. Got the lines in the water, spending time with my old mate. Lordy, lordy, it's been a long, long year. Everything I touched turned into a disaster. 
Well, there ain't no problems, only solutions here. It's summertime, the best part of year. Fishing with good company Your mountain's free Just say what you want to say We're out here Solving problems of the world To catch a fish would be a star Tomorrow I know my head Gonna hurt like hell Right now, right this minute, all is well And if God gave me the chance to do it all again It's times like this that I wouldn't be missing This road I'm walking it sometimes feels a waste of time Oh, the price you pay to have a moment shine Fishermen, fellas, they try different things Move around a bit, see what lady luck will bring you But they're no different living day to day Always another amazing moment to be made It'll be on my to-do list for a while What the good and the work if you can't make a smile God gave me the chance to do it all again It's times like this that I wouldn't be missing This road I'm walking and sometimes feels a waste of time Oh, the price you pay to have the time to shine Oh, the price you pay to have a moment to shine Good. Yeah, I don't know if that come through at home, but uh, your voice is awesome. Yeah, you have the most <laughs> like spot on country voice, yeah. don't you? It comes from swearing at the dogs. And stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that where it's supposed to come from? Well, it could do. It can yeah. be bad though. Like if you've got a gig on and you're going nuts at the dogs all day, it's not good. <laughs> no, it's your voice is pretty yeah. easy. I bet. Yeah, so. Do you drink whiskey? I have done. <laughs> yeah, I've never done on stage, but um, I don't know. It might. Might be a bad idea one day when I've yeah. got everything under control. Probably not at the start of the gig, though. <laughs> no, maybe not. <laughs> oh, it's so good. Can I be really um, rude and ask you to do another one? Yeah. Because even when, when we left at the, um, at the Christmas party, as we were leaving, mm-hmm. and mind you, it took us an hour to leave, <laughs> but by that stage Scott was playing and Luke is well aware. I'm the one that got Luke into country music he won't admit that he is but he is and as as we're walking away he goes that's your kind of country music isn't it and i went yes 100 percent." but we had two screaming kids so we had to go so lock them in the car that'd be right i did in the end i did well not lock them in the car but they're watching a movie and Mm. that's their same space whatever 
You do what's one more? I uh, can. I'll just got to go a bit heavy metal for a second. Oh, really? That God's Country song we were talking yeah, about. Yeah, so. <laughs> What? Confession, Charlie doesn't appreciate country music. No, so. uh, I really enjoyed that. That was good. Did you? Yeah. Thanks, Charlie. Yeah. How good would it be to go camping with Scott and his guitar? I've been camping with Scott and his guitar. Yeah. You, you, you love Paul Kelly, don't you? <laughs> yeah, I do, like, I do like Paul <laughs> Kelly. Yeah, I do like Paul Kelly. <laughs> uh, he's a great man, Paul Kelly. God, See? I wish I had him been know. there at that yeah, camping no, trip. I reckon he was there. I reckon it was New Year's. Uh, yeah, New yeah, he was there. <laughs> Paul Kelly was. <laughs> no, <laughs> Scott was there. <laughs> not Paul Kelly. I wish, not that I don't enjoy Scott, but I wish Paul Kelly was there. <laughs> yeah. I wish I was there. I read anyway. his book once. That was quite a good yeah. read. Yeah. I've, um, what do I, I, anyway, that's not about Paul Kelly. We'll talk about <laughs> no, him another day. It's not. It's about Scott Leslie. <laughs> yeah. We going to have a crack at it? Yeah, go. Right, so yeah. this is a Blake Shelton song. Um, I've only discovery. just learned it, so be prepared for a few mishaps. And this is only because this is one of my favourite songs. Uh. I said to Scott, like this. <laughs> and he did. Because he's a girl. Right outside of this one church town There's a gold dirt road to a whole lot of nothing Got a deed to the land, but it ain't my ground This is God's country We pray for rain and thank Him when it's falling Cause it brings a grain and a little bit of money We put it back in the plate Cause that's why they call it God's country I saw the light in a sunrise Sitting back on a forty on a muddy Side, getting baptized in holy water and shine with the dogs running. Saved by the sound of a being found, Dixie whistle in the wind that'll get you heaven bound. The devil went down to Georgia, but he didn't stick around. This is God's country. Turn the dirt and work until the week's done Then we take a break and break bread on Sundays We do it all again cause we're proud to be from God's country I saw the light in a sunrise Sitting back on a forty on a muddy riverside Getting baptized in holy water and shine with the dogs running Saved by the sound of a being found Dixie whistle in the wind that'll get you heaven bound The devil went down to Georgia but he didn't stick around This is God's country I don't care what my headstone reads or what kind of pine wood box I end up in when it's my time. Let me six feet deep in God's country. I saw the light in a sunrise sitting back in a forty on a muddy riverside getting baptized in holy water and shine with the dogs running. Saved by the sound of a being found. Dixie whistle in the wind that'll get you heaven bound. The devil went down Georgia, but he didn't stick around. This is God's country. I saw the light in a sunrise, sitting back in a forty on a muddy riverside, getting baptized in holy water and shine with the dogs running. Saved by the sound of a being found, Dixie whistle in the wind that'll get you heaven bound. The devil went down to 
Georgia, but he didn't stick around. This is God's country. Better than I did that fade out on the applause. Oh, Yay! Yeah, <laughs> Took a bit to practice. I was going to yeah. say that'd be that's a tough one. It, it is for me. Yeah, like it's. Uh, you made it look easy though. Oh, I yeah, I've yeah. <laughs> had a lot of stuff ups at home practicing that, so I was happy that it <laughs> came out. Hopefully, all right. <laughs> yeah, it's a Blake Shelton song. Well, just... it's the first time I've ever heard it, and I thought it was awesome. Yeah, yeah no, so it's a it great grabbed song. Grabbed me the first time I heard it. Yeah, and, um, yeah. yeah, no, it's good yeah. lyrics and all that. Yeah. yeah, I don't know what it means by sitting back on the forty, like. Um, I think that's the size of the, the truck. Oh, that's yeah. What I mean. Sitting yeah, back on right. the forty. Yeah, I think. Yeah, it, it, I spent a fair bit of time in West Virginia, and I believe yeah. that's what it is. Yeah, yeah. it's got it's something a, to do with a Chevy truck. It's a southern type of song. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If you ever get to, have you ever been to the states? Yeah. Do you love it? I, I loved it. Yeah. I like. I'm grateful to be here. Yeah. Like there was, oh, especially like, yeah. you know, your job with cancer. Like there was mm. holes in the roads everywhere and yeah. it was a bit sort of hairy at mm. times. Mm. But as far as just the culture and the history of the place, yeah, I, I really want to go back. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Spend some time in those places like West Virginia, like out in the, yeah, out oh, in the sticks. Yeah, I'd love and, to go there. Yeah. yeah. And, that's um, the real America. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I went that's to pretty cool. Texas. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, so I've yeah. met a few of those sort of fellas. Um, <laughs> chased an armadillo on a horse. Did you? On a horse. That's the countryest thing I've ever heard <laughs> yeah, in my life. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> I went for a ride and saw an armadillo, so we thought we'd chase it. And, oh, my gosh. Yeah, we didn't <laughs> catch it. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, they roll pretty quick. Yeah, well, I didn't even roll. I just ran into the bushes, but uh, it was a funny animal. Yeah. Well, yeah, when you've never oh, seen one. <laughs> yeah, they're pretty strange. I think we've done our time as far as the kids keeping them quiet. Hello. Scott, thank you've you done, so well. much. They have done well. Thanks so much for coming Thanks in. For having me. We will get you back in um, to talk about the, the thing event. that we can't talk about now. Yeah. <laughs> Fingers crossed. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Vale Podcast. If you'd like to help us out, you can simply give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or perhaps your company would like to financially support us. There are now a couple of ways for you to do this. You can buy some advertising sponsorship from as little as $100 per month or you can now make fully tax-deductible donations via Functional Arts. Head to the website to find out more, thevalepodcast.com.au. We've got a very special guest today to talk about community resilience, which sounds quite complicated, but we'll get to the bottom of that. Welcome, Gavin Quinn from the SES. You are the Community Resilience Coordinator. I am indeed, yes. Thanks, Jade. Thanks for walking me across to uh, Robinvale. You've uh, driven from Swan Hill this morning. I have, yes. Mm. yes. Plenty of coffee? Plenty of coffee. <laughs> so much coffee. I'm, over, I'm overloaded. <laughs> Now, the Community Resilience Coordinator role, that sounds like quite a lofty title. It is, but what it's all about is actually joining the units um, and giving them that capacity to actually work within their community and actually build connect with the networks within the community with the unit. For example, the proactiveness uh, of building uh, a community around networks, around uh, developing uh, different aspects of working with different community groups at different levels. Mm-hmm. So one of the things that uh, uh, SES is welcome, uh, well, very well famous for is Driver Reviver. Uh, and what happens there is the local unit will normally work with the local alliance. Mm. Uh, and all depending on their network, they'll help along the different ways of different community networks. Right. Uh, so very special relationships all along the board. Mm. Um, and actually... 
any new developing groups as well are very much welcome part of, of the life of the SES. Right. The Driver Reviver program is one, one that's been going for a long, long time. Yeah. And it's such a good – I use the Driver Reviver program often when yeah. it's out because I find, especially around Easter, I'm driving all around the state. Um, and it's such a good thing. So the SES, to be able to work with – the Lions Club and any other community groups that get involved. That's a really a really strong thing and that helps build strong communities really, doesn't it? Yes. Mm. Uh, and another thing that uh, we also work with very heavily is uh, the road, net, road safety networks. Right. You know, because we actually deal with road rescue. Mm. Uh, we are the primary provider of road rescue within Victoria and we don't particularly want to be cutting people out of cars all the time or at three o'clock in the morning. We yeah. actually want to be a bit more proactive and actually say uh, drive when you're feel safe to drive uh, and actually work with those people and have a break instead of actually, you know, being having to be rescued at the side of the road. Yeah, which would be prevention's always better than, than cure or cutting people out of cars. Yes. Really, isn't it? Yeah. Mm. So you're looking for essentially new members at the moment. We're always looking for new members. Um, we have a fantastic uh, program, a fantastic uh, way of helping your community. Mm-hmm. Um, it also enables you to make new friends. Uh, it also helps you to learn new skills, um, helps you experience new challenges. So, for example, um, we have four levels of uh, uh, kind of like um, memberships. So okay. Um, we have our op- uh, major response people mm-hmm. that go out on the rescue trucks and go and cut people out of the cars and everything else like that. Yeah. We have our community engagement people within the unit as well. Mm-hmm. We have our unit support officers that deal with finance and administration uh, at, you know, many different levels where some people might want to do, uh, deal with just community engagement and help the, the unit grow within the community. Yeah. Some people don't want to get up on the roof of their house. Yeah. Uh, it, it's, it's, it's many different levels. Right. Uh, and I'll be honest with you, I'm, you know, get to the level where, where you're at that kind of age where you don't want to get up on the house. Yeah. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's, it's like, oh, it, it, you know, and you've got these friendly people that come and assist you at the, your time of need at any hour of the day. Yeah. Uh, and it's, you know, a great opportunity to put uh, support back into the community mm. uh, and, you know, and assist your community. We're here to accept anybody that wants to be willing to actually help the community. Mm. Uh, uh, you know, we're, we're now going into a multicultural kind of uh, life. Yeah. Uh, and we are part, we're there for them as well, mm. you know. Come and join us mm. uh, because, you know, we can be part of that social network that you have if, mm. you're, if you're new to a new community. It'd also be great to have people that can speak multi, you know, several different languages Oh, especially helped. in this part of the world. Oh, it helps with any kind of uh, storm rescue, yeah. any kind of uh, flood rescue. And um, for example, uh, back in 2016, when we came up to do some of the community information for the uh, the minor moderate uh, Murray River flood, mm-hmm. it would have been brilliant to have had somebody there helping the community in their own locality to mm. actually explain and understand what's actually going to go on. Yeah. So, for example, all right, it only affected. A, n- a number of people on the ground, like the caravan park and things like that. Yeah. But people were, were actually living in the caravan park because mm. of the, the kind of transient nature. Yeah. Uh, and it would have been great to actually s- explain it to them a bit more and say, this is a very rare occasion that, that this kind of happens, uh, and basically just move to higher ground just for a short time. Yeah. 
uh, and then you'll be safe. Yeah, yeah. And that's what we're here for, was just basically helping people uh, and being part of that community kind of vibe as yeah, well. Yeah, right. Excellent. So I saw there was some training over the weekend. How intensive is is the training? Uh, different levels of training. Um, we have uh, very many different parts. So we'll have a general rescue kind of aspect to the thing, uh, mm-hmm. it, which is stretches, yep. carrying people around, yep. um, first aid, yep. um, storm response. So basically that's where you, you help get up on the roof, roof or <laughs> yep. with windows and yep. things like that. And if you're really interested go along to a training night as well. Uh, they happen on um, more on a Tuesday night, around uh, 7.30 at night. Okay. Uh, but just be aware that they are only doing uh, two Tuesdays in a, in a month. Okay. So, so that's the second and fourth. Yep, so every second Tuesday night. Yeah. Yep. So um, let's talk about how locals can get involved. Okay. As local SES volunteers work during the normal day, they're, they're – pretty busy people mm. uh, and how we look at that is is yeah let them get on with their normal day jobs apart from the training nights which you can happily go down and see yep um but if you want to express an interest go to the um the website the SES website uh, mm. and, and if you go to www.ses.vic.gov.au mm-hmm. uh, go down to the volunteer section uh, and there's an online form there where you can actually fill in all your details and ah. the, the local office or the local members or the unit will actually be in touch with yourselves. So that's ses.vic.gov.au forward slash volunteer or just go to the volunteer yeah, section. Uh, yeah. If there was, for example, if there was an emergency like a flood or um, let's say a river rescue because we are on, on the river here, what sort of trainings involved to be able to get on the boat and do like a river rescue? There's a lot of training involved with that. So you'd have your basic care skills and then you'd go through your different pathways to actually then go th- to the, the, the rescue boat. Mm-hmm. Um, now, what tends to happen with a kind of river rescue, um, normally that would be uh, dealt with by uh, Victoria Police. Yep. Uh, and then we would come in as a support mm-hmm. agency. Mm-hmm. Uh, and what would happen is it's not normally the... Uh, like a road rescue where you're called and you instantly go out the door, get onto the rescue truck. It normally takes a bit more of a plan to actually get that boat out onto the river. Right, okay. So it's a very structured way of way, the way the way it works. Yep. Um, as I say, the urgency, for example, of a riverine uh, flood mm-hmm. would be, again, technically different because we would know that there's a riverine flood coming. Mm-hmm. More often than not, yep. and we're able to plan the different stages down the down the way. Whereas a flash flood is different again, uh, where you might have low spots within the community. Yeah, like I say low spots, you know, where drainage is not very uh, helpful. Yep, uh, and it doesn't cope with the, the speed of the rain. Mm-hmm. Uh, it then gets uh, full, uh, and if you have say like quite a lot of rain, so like thirty odd mils in a, a short time span. Of, say 15 minutes mm. that could call a rescue mm. so it is that happened we had a flash flood in swan hill in january didn't we yeah was it january yeah Jan- december january yeah time we did we uh, had a lot of rain come down in a very short space of time was the ses involved with assisting there they were indeed yeah uh, especially the swan hill unit and uh, the, the the team there 
although the event uh, cleared away pretty quickly after the rain event actually happened, mm. there was still a lot of uh, work to do tidying up yep. and, and assisting the community uh, to get back to normal. Right. So the SES helps with the cleanup process as well. In that situation? In certain situations, if there's still some kind of blockages or if there's any storm damage or anything else like that, mm. there tends to be the people call 132-500 number and say, I've, I've had a, a leak or um, it's damaged my window. Is there any way that you can help me? Yeah, right. And that's the kind of tidy up kind of operations that we kind of do uh, after a storm event or uh, a flash flood, which could be heavy rain. Yeah, right. What about, and we don't have them often around here, but we have had a couple this year, bushfires. Yeah. We actually support fire agencies in that. So what happens there is uh, we'll have differently trained people to actually go and assist with base camps and stuff like that that the the CFA or the um, FRV will have set up on uh, away from the fire zone. Yep. And we help them support uh, that kind of camp. Yeah, right. So it's not getting in there with hoses and stuff. It's more no. the support, helping the guys that are trained to deal with the fire. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and logistics, uh, for example, maybe foods going to and from the base camps. Yeah. It could be setting up the base camps as well. Mm. So, Is there a driver reviver program that runs in Robinvale over the Easter, long weekends, Easter's and things now? I believe there was a few years ago, mm-hmm. uh, and I think that was – run by the lines. Yep. Um, unfortunately, the SES is still growing in, in this community. Yep. And I think if we get enough members uh, and lines still want to, uh, to run that driver reviver, mm. I do believe that it's a, a great thing for the community to run again. Mm, I do too. And like I said, I'm a big fan of the driver reviver sites. I've used them multiple, multiple times. And the people are always friendly and engaging when you stop because all you want, honestly, is a cuppa and a bicky and – a chat and stretch your legs, which is important. It's definitely important. It's actually brilliant to engage with those people on the side of the road, mm. giving you uh, coffee and tea and the, the bickies, of course. Yep. Uh, and even uh, some soft drinks for the kids. Like, you know, it's it's all basically free with a nominal charge for different items. Uh, and, uh, and they're there to help. Yeah. Um, you know, they might not have uh, locations and maps where to go, but yeah. they're there to talk and, and break that journey for you for yeah. that time. Yeah, which is important because this is a thoroughfare between destinations. So um, I suppose the message, the key takeaway here is the SES in Robinvale need volunteers, don't they? They definitely need volunteers. And as I said, yes, uh, all walks of life, there's a role for everybody. It's it's very much part of the community life in Robinvale. Mm. Uh, there's a lot of people in, in, in Robinvale, but you, you can go around and count the number of different people that have different roles and different hats. Mm. We just want more of those people to be involved. Yeah. So if you've got uh, – if you feel like community service and, and the SES is something that you'd like to get involved in, and why wouldn't it be? Because um, as you said, it's not really that much during a normal month. It'll be your trainings when you can get there twice a month. Yeah. It, it's training. It's socialising. It's building your team skills up. Uh, it's – you know, going from uh, possibly a, a normal day-to-day kind of thing to expanding your horizon to actually develop yourself, Yep. Um, you will then be better known in the community to actually helping the community mm. uh, and um, be a complete figurehead for the community. Mm. Uh, you know, I, I've been coming up and down 
uh, to Robinvale now for over uh, six years, and I've seen the community grow from strength to strength. Yep. Um, it's, we would like, again, for SES to grow in that kind of way, and it has. Yep. But we just want to uh, support those people that currently are, are there mm. to actually have more people there that's actually going to take on the SES for, for a number of years to come. Yeah, right. So resources. So if you want to get involved again, that website is ses.vic.gov.au forward slash volunteer. Um, and you can get on and sign up and then someone within the local unit will get in contact with you. Yes. That's right. Yes. Gavin, thank you very much for coming up today. We really appreciate it. Oh, it's been fantastic. It, it's really nice to get up to Robin Vale. It's a nice sunny day. It's a beautiful day. It's yeah. a gorgeous day out here. So, um, yeah, and, uh, you know, any time that uh, we can come around and assist, yep. by all means, we're, we're there to help. And keep us in the loop if there are any emergencies that we need to know about. We're yeah. always here. So uh, that's what we're doing. Uh, and, again, if you are in any kind of trouble and need after a storm or a, a rain event, uh, please call 132 Mm-hmm. Uh, it's... A call centre process, uh, and, and you'll know the local unit will come out too. Yeah, great. So that number, we'll put all these up on the website as well, but it's 132500 if you're in need of assistance. Don't call, if you just need the SES, don't call triple zero. Yeah. Yeah, that's probably a takeaway as well. The other takeaway is, is basically if it's a non-threatening life event, it's basically 132500. Yep. If it's life-threatening, definitely call triple zero. Triple zero, Yeah. Thank you very much for your time today. It's been very enlightening and I certainly hope we get some more volunteers after this. Yes, definitely. Thank you very much there, Jed. Do not. You do not. That's a lie. You do not listen to this every week. Well, I'm here doing it. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Charlie. Right, the record button's on. Oh. So one of the rules in radio in particular is treat every microphone as if it's hot. Oh, great. As if it's on. I didn't say that thing I was going to say. What were you going to say? Oh, I was just talking about Ben again. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Ben, you put him on the spot. Mm, lucky he's gone. It was lucky he come over. Well, exactly. He's mm. a very busy man. See what happens when I say, hey, Ben, come here. Mm. Give me five. And he was here. Could have bought a coffee or something. <laughs> Whatever. Well, there's no coffee between here and there, is there? Oh, you wouldn't want to send him the long way round. Yeah, he could have got one of those new Pumas. <laughs> <laughs> done the afternoon tea delivery yeah, here. Yeah. Hey, that was that's been really hey, good actually. Yeah, maybe he could do that. Maybe he could. Do we have to? Um, do you have to apply for it? Well, it's finished now. It was oh. only supposed to be for the month of February, but we kind of missed one, and then yeah, we yeah, but we oh, did because we had a circuit breaker. Well, yes, because of the circuit breaker. <laughs> oh, but um, they went to more street plumbing and hardware supplies. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, that's that was good. that was nice. Mm. So all done. Uh, netball teams have been picked for the seniors, which is good. Mm. How many grades are there this year? Four. Wow. A, hey, wait, B- did I hear? <laughs> I hear a rumor. You made B grade. <laughs> it's not a rumor, Charlie. Wow. Yes. So they're hard up for numbers. <gasps> you are awful. You are, although running around, I'm fine running in a straight line, but she is the, the lateral. Yeah, yeah. And I haven't played, I haven't played netball since I had my last knee surgery. Oh my God. It's still not as strong in the lateral movement as I thought it was. So I've hey. been to Jake the osteo today and he's, oh, nice. he's helped me out. So that's nice. So you said uh, four. Yep. A, B, C grade and C res. 
in yeah. the seniors. Yeah, I was going to say, is there, yeah, what's the under, under then the 17? Under 17, Div 1 and Div 2. So they've got two, um, yeah. two under 17 teams. Under 15s and under 13s. I'm not sure if they've got a Div 1 and Div 2 in both of those. But, yeah, yeah we're filling them. Good. Mm, I know. And netball yeah. training, first official training was, you know, uh, yesterday. Nice. Yeah. So that was fun. Uh, what about footy? How's that? How they go? Oh, well, Phil says pretty good. The yeah. sponsorship proposals. Fill in sides? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Um, they haven't, they're not bringing in any recruits either. Maybe one or two, oh. but that's it. Um, they don't need to. Oh, good. That whole junior development type plan to grow our own teams is starting oh. to pay dividends, which is good. But the sponsorship proposals look amazing. What do you mean? Ama- well, they have these sponsorship proposals that they go out to. Um, yeah, you know, what's so amazing businesses. though? The, just the way they've been. So Drew from YBI Creative has done them, which is the the agency that Phil has uh-huh. a, a finger in. Um, Are they like a clear eyes media for the? Um, no, they're much, much bigger scale than no. me. I did say to Phil, we should talk about a merger. So, you know, because I don't like admin, just for somebody else to do my admin, really. But um, they, they're amazing. So that's good. Some new – and Auto Pro are the new major sponsors. Of us. Of the footy club, yeah. Oh. No, not of us. <laughs> we don't have any sponsors at the moment. We're clearly doing this at a loss, but that's okay. Auto Pro for you out there. Yeah, sign up to become a Patreon. That would be great. Everybody, not just Auto Pro. Oh, yeah. Okay. Mm. Anywho – uh, what no, else? You had, didn't you I had other stuff on your list there? Yeah, I had netball for or basketball. Oh, yeah, yeah. But your grand play. final next week. Mm, no, Monday. Yeah, next week. Yeah, but the, it's a long weekend, so Monday's still the weekend oh, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, well, I'm working. Yeah, hey, some people don't get that. Don't even give me that. <laughs> you're working. You have more holidays than anybody else I know. And you're due for long service leave. Yeah. Well, pro rata. What does that mean? So you can take seven years. Before you oh. 10 years Yeah. Why would you do that though? Oh, I've got to know. Well, where can you go? Exactly. Mm. So you're just going to leave it till 10 years? Yeah. Well, 10 years technically for me is in November. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, because of... ACO. Yeah, right. ACO. So does that, that counts towards your long service leave? Yeah. Wow. Gee whiz. You people oh, at I've been AV. around for a while. Yeah. But you people get it I'm good, work. don't you? Uh, yes. <clears> you should have asked me that at... Seven o'clock this morning when my eyes were popping out of my head. Oh, I know. You've been on night shift. Mm. Oh, poor Charlie. I know. Uh, yeah, so... But we thank you for your service. Mm. That's all. Um, didn't watch any TV during the week? Or? Uh, I think I watched... Um, uh, what's it called? <laughs> no, you didn't. <laughs> you know what? I didn't watch it either. <laughs> no, The Chase. That's what I watched. Oh, yeah, good. <laughs> yeah, you're about a year and a half too oh, late. Right. No, actually, mine. it was... Um, was it? Was that uh, the one that's on ABC <laughs> with Andrew? Not Andrew Keith. Hard um, quiz. No, Tom Gleeson. That's the one I want to go on next. That. Yeah, I yeah. do too. Yeah, because I got a doctor. Do you want to come on it? Yeah, because I know a producer on that one too. We can get on it. <laughs> All right. I don't, I don't have a specialty subject. No, well, she Kanye. asked. She Kanye asked, West. Give me my specialty subject. I will put that down. She asked me for my specialty subject, and I said foods beginning with the letter Q, and she said pick another one. <laughs> so that wasn't good enough. There's only one. <laughs> no, there's not. Quail, quince, oh, quiche. That's it. Foods beginning with a little Q for 500, Alex. Yeah, well, there you go. Do you know what movie that is? No. Do you not? What is it? White Man Can't Jump. Rosie Perez? Oh. No. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Oh, uh, no, you, you didn't mention was the thing. What? What's the thing? Um, the wine tasting. Oh, the wine tasting. Yes, yeah, coming up on Sunday. 
So if you, hopefully everyone's listening to this before Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> Livestream uh, wine tasting on our Facebook page and our YouTube channel from 5pm on Sunday. Yes. Live stream from Network House. That'll be fun. Andrew Peace Wines. Andrew so, Peace Wines, yes. Yeah. George from the winery will be coming, coming. in as well. Nice. Who else? Mm. No, that's it. No. Fair enough. The Vale Podcast. Local people. Local news. Local stories. Subscribe at thevalepodcast.com.au. Listener.